something's been found in Stone Rig Cavern. Legend has it that Stone Rig Cavern was the lair of the Dampton Worm. My God. When the venom attacks the nervous system, the victim appears to be afflicted by a form of vampirism. I hear you're having trouble with a snake. Ah, and you're going to uphold family tradition and slay the beastie. Are you out of your mind? Mine, you are a fine growing book. Here's to the first swallow. Christ, have I a tale to tell you. I can hardly wait. Welcome back to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. You had to think about it. I what did. Are we, what are, what we, are we called again? Uh, sound effects. All right. We are called Drag Race, where we discuss... <laughs> All things drag horror related. movies. <laughs> Danny Torrance and drag. We talked about that last episode. So, uh, yeah, we talk about horror movies... And uh, we spoil them when we talk about one in particular. We'll try not to spoil other ones. Thank you to the Moonrays for giving us intro creature features at the top of the show. Find them on Amazon or iTunes if you want to buy their music. Say hello to them on Facebook where they are, the Moon-Rays. So that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> wow, that was our best episode yet. <laughs> Drag races is fast. Yeah. Let's just get to the point. Let's get to the point. Shall we? What'd you watch last week? Well, <clears throat> I watched some episodes of The Keepers, which is a thing on Netflix that deals with a murdered nun and a molester priest who probably murdered her. That's not much of a spoiler. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, a, uh, a an allegedly molester priest who allegedly murdered the shit out of her. Was it so, all done in claymation? It should have been. Oh, man. But it was done in Baltimore. <laughs> which is not as nice as claymation, apparently. Um, have you ever heard of the nickname of uh, Baltimore, Maryland? Which one? Um, Bodymore. Uh, what is it? Bodymore. Baltimore. No, it's <laughs> no Bodymore Murderland. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. I've heard Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. One of my Sri Lankan in-laws lives there. Wow. Pretty close to John Waters. Oh, nice. 
I don't know how they do it. So watch some episodes of that, and it's very intriguing and, and very disturbing at the same time. Um, I'm almost through Better Call Saul, so I'm up to episode nine or whatever, and I think there's only ten. Mm-hmm. So I'm up to episode eight or nine. Yeah. So there was slip and then fall. I think I'm up to fall. So uh, other than that, uh, the creep behind the camera. Right, right. Um, which is about what's that guy's name? I don't know, but I don't memorize people <laughs> creeping names, P terror. Awful, sounding <laughs> yeah. man. It's about this horribly awful person who, this allegedly horrible awful person who made uh, an overtly horrible awful movie called The Creeping Terror. Yes. Which I shouldn't say that because I haven't seen it, but I'll take you guys at your word that it was that. It's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. I've seen it a couple times. <laughs> now, was that a Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yeah, that's okay. where I first saw it. Is it more watchable with the humor interjected? Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll yeah. just watch it that way. Yeah, definitely. It's probably on one of the many services. Yes. That are out there, streaming I, services. I'll have to try it again because uh, w- when I saw it, it was on pretty late at night and I just kept blacking out. Yeah. There's, there's just shots that go on forever and ever with nothing happening. And, and it's all narrated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds like Manos, The Hands of Fate. Oh, all, that, that fast-moving thrill ride. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse, Manos <laughs> or Creeping Terror. Well... I'd say Creeping Terror. Yeah. I made it through Manos twice. Yeah. Because of our show. Yeah. Otherwise it would have been once, right? Mm -hmm. You have to watch it once. There's a a, uh, Manos Hands of Fate coloring book. There's a coloring book for everything. Is there? I know there's coloring books for porn. There's there's a shortage of... pencils, though. (laughs) There's a shortage of... uh, coloring uh color pencils out there evidently because the coloring book fad because we're all children yeah kidults kidults uh i think it's when we got rid of drinking yeah when we really shied away from drinking in this country we all became children again i think alcohol really does separate kids and adults i think forcing guilt on people because of alcohol mm-hmm. or other habits people should embracing be embracing the three martini lunch again you know yeah once we have self-driving cars what's holding us back <laughs> i couldn't agree more or you know if you take lunch early enough you've got time to sober up in the future i want to be stumble bum drunk all the time <laughs> you know what i never would have thought about the future what i never would have predicted Two things. Backpacks. Everybody wears backpack now. Mm-hmm. And beards. Oh, yes. the beards, yes. Nobody in the future ever <laughs> thought, you know, we'll have big burly beards. It's going to be Grizzly Adams with short hair. Mm-hmm. Wearing a backpack. Wearing a backpack, yeah. looking at his phone. With it. In his adult coloring book. <laughs> Lumber sexuals or something. <laughs> Lumber sexuals. <Yeah>. Lumbering sexuals. <laughs> That's all I've Should watched. Should we just start again? No. <laughs> Didn't you progress through the uh, Jess Franco Odyssey? Yeah, I did. I did get through um, the what is it called? The horrible, the awful Doctor Orloff. The awful Doctor Orloff. Not the horrible Doctor Orloff. Yeah, that's a different one. 
and said in the 1920s, it did have a guy who looked like one of the... <coughs> one of the 1920s Beatles? Yeah. It's like, Weren't the Beatles popular briefly in the 1920s? Thanks to time travel, yes, they were. They were so popular, their popularity extended backwards in time. <laughs> it, it went back in time and kidnapped baby Hitler. <laughs> There's a lot going on, in, uh, especially around Liverpool this summer for the 50th anniversary of um, Sergeant Pepper. Oh, yeah. That's that's right, huh? Yeah. There's like art shows going on based on each song. Jeez. Wow. I don't think they took the songs that seriously. Inventive, creative stuff going on. Yeah. That was kind of uh, toward the end of their interest in being Beatles, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Like they were kind of checking out. That was the beginning of the end, (laughs) as they say. They they became a studio band. Yeah. Yeah. We heard a lot about Abbey Road Studios from Derek Riggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen to that episode. As far as I could tell, it's probably this better than this one. This where you cut in right now. Remember when you interviewed Derek Riggs and he talked about Abbey Road Studios? <laughs> so I'll turn up at Abbey Road Studios. I said, we made you an appointment. You're on the list. You'll be all right. You know, Because I was quite friendly with the people at EMI Studios. So I turn up, you know, dressed like a loony, and with me giant portfolio. I mean, it's a bloody huge thing, you know. And and he, yeah. Uh, well, that was a great it's, memory. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was weird how we could all share that. <laughs> Remember when we listened to that episode? Remember when we just listened to that bit about Derek Riggs? <laughs> <laughs> and then we played it really slow, and he sounded drunk. <laughs> he played it really fast. So. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about on next week's Jess Franco podcast? Oh, God, that's a great question. Um, Something with a lot of boobs in it. (laughs) Yeah, he always managed to work some bare breasts into the script somehow. Mm -hmm. I think he made notes like insert bare breasts here and then (laughs) drew his face. (laughs) Yeah, but did he base his whole career around it? Pretty much. Like Russ Meyer? Well, no, not not as much Mm -hmm. as Russ Meyer did. No. So that being said, so um, did you like the movie? I did. I did enjoy the movie. Um, I guess I really didn't realize it was filmed in black and white, so I enjoyed that. And uh, it kept moving forward. It didn't feel like it stalled out for very long before there was someone trying the to strangle. Came off. <laughs> yeah, before there was a strangling or some bare breasts or a Beatles look-alike. Yeah, it was it was interesting and fun. I enjoyed it. I want someone to make a movie just based on that. <laughs> Little bare breast beetles look alike. <laughs> yeah. So a movie about the life of Jess Franco. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah. So, Will, what did you watch since we did this last? Um, I watched the fifth season of the uh Orange is the New Black. How is it? Wow. They have a secret hideout under the prison. Like Hogan's Heroes? No, more like Lost. Oh. About the DIA? Yeah, like DIA. (laughs) It had reptiles and everything. I don't know. The show is grappling wildly for things for characters to do. Um, I don't think it's very good. Personally, I don't think the show is a great show. But because they drop a whole season at once, I think... They keep people watching it because people just let that Netflix 
timer in the corner of the screen go on to the next episode and that's it yeah it's like next episode starts in 10 9 8 go yeah um what else did i watch do you think people would stick with it if they had to wait a week to watch the next one probably not that's kind of how i well, feel maybe i don't know this this season definitely uh feels like they've driven the whole show into the ditch <laughs> uh, I think they do drive uh, into they a have ditch a secret, in one episode. They, I'm not kidding. They have a secret. One of the characters turns out to be a survival hoarder kind of person. Mm-hmm. A survivalist. Has a secret passageway to an underground swimming pool <laughs> in the prison. That thankfully at the end of the series they, the, the warden at least knows about. Other people do know about it. But she's got like a secret door that's hidden in a closet. It's just yeah and there's a red light on down there so all i could think of was that it was a hatch on lost and they were going to start pushing a button every 108 minutes or whatever it was on lost damn um i think that's all i really watched though that was it yeah i blew through those pretty quick and you were uh, disappointed to see that lair, <clears throat> lair of the white worm had disappeared from shutter yes yeah, so i had to download that yeah i'd uh loaned jolie in my blu-ray and i was thinking yeah it doesn't matter it's on shutter i'll just watch it and nope so i'm the only one who's seen it <laughs> well I, no i watched it twice oh, okay uh most recently three weeks ago so i'm pretty fresh on it okay yeah so you, you've not seen you, i you, watched you downloaded it, it yeah. yeah yeah there's no obstacle the internet had it <laughs> somebody out there had it yeah, yeah. Hey, you you paid for the rights to watch it on Shutter, and even uh, if I uh, I have to watch it. Have you seen? You've we've talked about this in the past, where they just put a frame around the picture oh, on yeah. YouTube yeah. to make the picture a little smaller, or they fuck with the speed so the yeah. show is a little slower than normal or a little faster. I don't understand how that makes a difference. It doesn't. There's no legal difference there, but no. they think they're being clever. They think it's. I guess it's like baseball rules. If it's not illegal, if it's not illegal, then it's legal. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Julian? What did you watch? Uh, well, I, I knocked off another franchise series. I saw the last uh, Resident Evil, the final chapter. And is it literally called the final chapter? It is. Oh man, you know they're didn't, serious. Didn't they name a Friday the Thirteenth movie the final chapter? Nah, it can't be. <laughs> i don't know man so how was it the final chapter part one was it what you would expect <laughs> it, it's a, a non-stop heart pounding thrill ride roller coaster is, is it a hilarious romp <laughs> no and it's not zany um but they saved the best for last uh, yeah i i enjoyed it as much as this you know any of them. Uh, yeah. Um, Mila Jovovich I could, fighting monsters. I could look at her fighting monsters. Yeah, and she's, uh, she's fun to watch. She's us. now in her 70s. But <laughs> yeah, So I believe they'll be making more live action ones, but with someone else. But um, yeah, kind of wraps it up and... Puts a bow on it. Yep. <laughs> and you see some outrageous... You know, stunts and a whole bunch of pixels. Hmm, ones and zeros. Yeah, it was worth every Are penny. dispatched 
Did they get away? Re- did they get away from the Red Queen stuff? Yeah. Now that's still part of it. They really they tie it in more. Okay. To her, it's even redder and queenier. <laughs> <laughs> so they're still dealing with multi layers of. Oh yeah, the the, the um, umbrella then going back into the. Uh, compound or whatever it is yeah the hive i think and yes and the hive. you know so you get a whole another bunch of her and a bunch of red shirts going through all these traps and mm-hmm. getting sliced up by lasers and oh, stuff. They're, they're doing the slice and dice lasers oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah everybody falls apart like a bunch of fruit salad yeah she, oh. she does some like blah, 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 blah. she's supposed to be this like i, I think because she's superhuman she survived this long because yeah. if she was just human she'd be gone long ago yeah obviously but she does stuff like um there's this giant like air intake for the base and like the power goes on and off mm-hmm. and at, at that moment it's off so they they can kind of sneak through these huge blades once they're through and they're in the ventilation tunnel they just stand there and then they watch the power come back on and the blades start going in the opposite direction mm-hmm. oh, come on people <laughs> have you never watched the Willy Wonka movie yeah, come on now I mean, once you're through that you should just run like hell because this thing's going to come back on oh. yeah. so, so you know another red shirt gets you know turned into mincemeat oh, of course but um, yeah so that and uh, leather white worm and uh, oh and uh, my wife's uh, birthday one of the things we did we went to see uh, Wonder Woman I knew it how was it well, I I was enjoying the hell out of it. We went went to see it on big screen in three D, which is well worth doing. Okay. And uh you know, I was enjoying it. I thought, you know, how good could a Wonder Woman thing yeah. be? Because I've read the original comics. Yeah. Uh, Some of your favorites I've I know. Books about Wonder Woman, like the the history of Wonder Woman and, yeah. and William Martin Marston's really interesting. Yeah, he was. Um but you know, I, I was never a big fan of the comics. No. So, but I thought, oh, this is way better than I, you know, thought a Wonder Woman movie could be. I, I like the TV series and yeah, Linda Carter and so on. But um, oh, I'm really enjoying it. And then uh, when she gets into her full outfit and goes into action, loved it. Oh, oh. so yeah, it goes from good amazing, to even better. Amazing, loved it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and a lot of it is like a war movie. Right. Because she goes from Themyscira to the, uh, the Great War, and uh, as it was known. <laughs> right. Before there was a second war, one. War to Before we wars. decided we could have a better one. <laughs> yeah, as a sequel. Um, yeah, so a lot of it is a war movie. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty hard PG for the stuff you see. Hmm. Um, I know. You know, it, you know, it doesn't go anywhere near, but so, like a serious war movie would go, but uh, it's still pretty harsh things go on. But uh, yeah, they want a broader audience. Is mm-hmm. is what that rating no, is all the, about? You couldn't you couldn't put Wonder Woman into a, something as serious. Any, any reason they put her in World War One instead of World War Two? I'm not sure. I was wondering if maybe there was some reason in the movie itself. No, but... I mean, in the, in the TV series, she, like the first season, she's in World War Two. Uh-huh, yeah, that's where she, and then she originally cre- fought Nazis. In, like, World War Two or 41, wasn't it? Yeah. 40, 41. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why they went back that far, but it, it does it does work. It's interesting. They've got, like, uh, uh, her first... 
um, the first costume villain she ever had was Dr. Poison, mm-hmm. who in the comics turns out to be a Japanese agent. Oh, okay. Called uh, Princess Maru. And, uh, Is that zero? It, well, it can mean uh, circular. Oh, okay, that's or right. Or it's also used in ships' names, like we used the. Yeah. So like the Queen Elizabeth. So it would be Queen Elizabeth Maru. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she's, I think she's still called Maru, but she's like a, in the, in the movie, she's a German Asian. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed the hell out of it. Great in 3D. All right. Uh, especially like the scenes on her island and all the plains, you know, the various mountains and temples you see and. And there's a whole bunch of arrows and spears and bullets flying at you. <clears throat> so they got it right. Always, oh, yeah, yeah. Without screwing it up. It's way better than you, you know, you could hope a one woman movie could be. Wow. So the so the uh, the posters are all going to have the uh, the little tagline "Better than the Mummy." <laughs> better than you <laughs> yeah, could I, hope. As far as I know, when uh, more people went back to see Wonder Woman. Than went to see the mummy when it first came out. <coughs> More it's, people saw Wonder Woman the second time than yeah. saw the mummy the first time. Is the mummy not the third time they've tried this Universal Monsters series? Well, I mean, this just, this is supposedly the first one the because universe. they had In the, the dark universe. Reboot. They had the uh, the Dracula, yes, um, whatever, Unbound, Untold. untold. Yeah. Unwound. Nobody watched wound it. Wound up. I, I watched it. Was it good? I, I, and I then, enjoyed it. Am I wrong? Did they not hint at the same sort of thing with Van Helsing? I, I think to... they might have hoped it would be a franchise, but yeah. it uh, didn't. I, I think they hoped and gave up too yeah. easily on a couple things. Well, I'm... it was a terrible, terrible film. I like the Wolfman remake. Yeah, I like Wolfman. Oh, yeah, that's like... another one that they tried. Dracula Untold was pretty, you know, and it was enjoyable, and Victor Frankenstein was enjoyable. Oh, I Frankenstein. No, no? there's another one called Victor Frankenstein with Daniel Radcliffe and who plays Professor X these days. Oh. Oh, um... Harry Potter, that's what you're trying to think of. No, Professor (laughs) X. The guy who plays Professor X now. Um, Yeah. I can't think of his name. um, Yeah, I was was quite enjoying him. I mean... um, you think of the bulk of Dracula and Frankenstein movies, they're not that great. The so, originals aren't that great. Uh, well, no, no I, I take that I, back. I, Bride I, of Frankenstein is terrific. Yeah, I, I love those. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful about the, the Bride of Frankenstein because um, the fellow who did uh, uh, Gods and Monsters is doing that one. Oh, really? So it should look and feel uh, it Bill, right. Bill Condon? Yeah. I think that's right. But that was really good. I enjoyed that. I did too. I mean, that was about James Whale. Yeah. And but they, they won't let him make it as, you know, a personal, intimate movie like that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, he's going to have to do a big summer movie. When the bride it. threatens to destroy the yes. universe. Yes, <laughs> At the end, by yeah. opening some doorway. So, so or... there's this big pool lever. Yeah. And so it's like... <laughs> Universe good, universe bad on it. Mm-hmm. On, off for the right. universe. And if she turns it off, we all blink out of existence. That's right. Which probably wouldn't be so bad. London gets destroyed. <laughs> yes. The top of the cross, the tower falls off. Uh-huh. If you go back through like 1931 through 1940, 
45, 46, and you look at all the best Universal Studios horror movies, if you cherry pick like the best four or five of them, you've got some great movies. Mm -hmm. They put out a lot of stuff that wasn't great just to make money. And that's pretty clear. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind that. It doesn't bother me. These Mm -hmm. are still some of my favorite movies. The good ones. I'll watch them over and over. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch anything with Lon Chaney Jr., Mm -hmm. Bela Lugosi, Boris Karloff, even Glenn Strange. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't hold anything against him for (laughs) stepping into the big shoes of Boris Karloff. Yeah. That's one of the iconic monsters. Yeah. You think of the mask, most of them are based on the Glenn Strange. Yeah, absolutely. So, there are apparently some misguided attempts to make this stuff more actiony or more superhero-y or higher stakes than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. The stories can be in a smaller setting with a smaller um, reach and yeah. and work really well. Like uh, the, the Wolfman remake with Benicio Del Toro was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And it had a lot more practical effects than what people believe. A lot of people thought, oh, they just CG'd that shit. <laughs> No, there was a lot of great yeah, stuff in there. Yeah, Rick Baker stuff. Rick Baker went bananas on that one. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, it's like, okay, now we restart the thing. Okay, that didn't work. That didn't work. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Now we restart it. No, okay, that didn't work. How about now? How about just stop it, you guys? Just do it. Just make a movie. Just make a movie. If it works, it's its own movie. Build on to it. Yeah. It's not that hard. <clears throat> I don't think so. But I just I, I also question their choice of picking the mummy. Yeah, that's like which the, seems the, like the least scary of all the Universal Studios monsters is the mummy. Yeah. Well, well maybe... or did they pick it because the uh, Brendan Fraser ones were successful? Yeah, I guess that's but one way. To that look must at be it. a big part of it, but also people wouldn't mind you messing around with the mummy as much. True. <laughs> to start off. Don't with. mess around with the mummy. I know. Because, like, hey, uh, quit messing around with that mummy, kids. <laughs> on, if you pick the Karloff one or the, you know, the uh, the Karis one, it's not going to work. Yeah. As is. Right. And especially as a summer movie. Yeah. When you took the um, the original mummy and went, okay, that laid the groundwork for the subsequent mummy movies. The subsequent ones were more interesting and a little well, more they're, happening. They're more what you want to see when you're a kid. Yeah. I know. When I was a kid, I was disappointed in the, the first Mummy movie and Dracula. They just seem so slow moving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they are slow moving, but uh, I, I appreciated that later. Is, is yeah. They've got their own morbid <clears throat> atmosphere, which you know, fast pace would spoil. There's, there's kind of, you know death hanging over it right um but uh yeah and then the late ones are fun you know they're 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 what kid wants to see this guy in bandages strangling people yeah Uh, if you're gonna lumber around in bandages why don't you stop off and strangle someone once in a while um, it's not much to ask you've got got (laughs) fun people in the cast um long chain jr as they say and you got your abbott your costello Yeah, yeah, that's got some funny bits in there. Those are pretty. Um, and the, and the women are always beautiful. Those movies as a kid, though. <laughs> it's like uh, Evelyn Anchors, and yeah, they always cast really striking women as, as oh, the yeah. lead women in those. I mean, I'm, he's he's got to fancy her, for, you know, for two thousand years. Yeah, looks just <laughs> like uh, yeah. Queen. What's her face? Yeah, 
<laughs> well, there are only so many, <coughs> so many faces out there. Yeah. <coughs> You'd imagine they'd start repeating after a while. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's pause for a sec and uh, cat drug time. It is. And we're back. All right, short break. Chewing the scenery brought to you by Petzlin. I think it's actually called Vetselin. It is Vetselin, but I don't want to get sued. Oh, okay. Well, we'll bleep it. Catselin. We'll just bleep it out with a meow. Selin. <laughs> I guess I could dismiss the reminder from my phone at some point here. All right. So. Welcome back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Lair of the White Worm. Um, I happened upon this back in the day. I was working at a video rental store very briefly, less than a year probably. And the movie came in. Once movies started disappearing. <laughs> we knew something was wrong. Uh, the poster came in. I actually, as far as I know, still have the poster and I haven't run across it yet. But um, this movie was like, all right, uh, it's called this. It, it's weird. Uh, looks like something interesting i'll watch it and it's like oh it's not a worm at all it's a snake well that makes more sense uh i liked it right away yeah um i knew i knew very little of like paying attention to who a director was unless it was hitchcock or somebody that's like ken russell don't know who that is okay cool yeah. keep going you know if it, if, if it wasn't it's like kurt russell's brother right <laughs> i'm pretty sure uh <clears throat> but if it wasn't <laughs> now i'm thinking of uh, Ken Russell going into New York to rescue the president. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a movie. Wow. A glass of wine in one hand. <laughs> right. But if it wasn't Francis Ford Coppola or uh, Alfred Hitchcock, I maybe wasn't paying as much attention to a director back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, this movie came out and I was like, oh, let's check it out. And it was it was so <laughs> different and so weird and so interesting and I went, what else did this guy do? Oh, Altered States? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That explains a lot. You saw Tommy. I never have seen Tommy. <gasps> okay. I know that's probably a I've sin. I've never seen Tommy either. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> well, we're not English. So we would. I thought you liked The Who. Well, I, I like. Was never into The I, Who. I like The Who, but not as much as I like The Kinks or. Uh, the what? <laughs> Or the when, <laughs> the why, and the other stuff reporters the how, ask. But fuck the where. <laughs> Hate that man. So, um, anyway, uh, I loved it right away, and uh, probably inflicted this movie on some people who didn't care to see it, and a lot of people who did, and thought it was great and funny. Uh, what about you guys? What What was your first experience with it? Uh. Same like you. I think I probably rented this based on the crazy box art. Yeah. And I remember really enjoying it. Although I don't remember the Concord dream sequence. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know how. Because <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie this yes. time around. Excellent. Yeah, you look at like uh, the weird hallucination scenes in <laughs> Altered States. And then you look at the scene in here where... Uh, Amanda Donahoe is basically naked except for blue paint, and uh, I think she's wearing the phallus in that hallucination dream sequence. 
Yeah, she definitely does at the end. And yeah, and then her mouth opens and a bunch yeah, of copies of her come running out. And yeah, doing, doing some of those pop video bits. Yeah, yeah. It's just so strange. <laughs> and and that's kind of Ken Russell's trademark. He's known for having all this sort of bizarro uh, things that question religion and things that indicate weird cult behavior. Uh-huh. He was Catholic. Yeah. He was Catholic, you I, tell. I will say, having been raised Catholic until we managed to get away from it, uh, a lot of that imagery just kind of sticks with you, and, and it's, it's definitely uh, great material for you later to just sort of make <laughs> weird stuff out of it and, you know, mutate it into your art. Mm-hmm. So, so you rented this one, Will, or, or yeah, borrowed it? Yeah, I imagine it? we rented this shortly after it came out on video. So you were probably fifteen or sixteen. Mm, yeah, something. That's like a that. good age to see this. Maybe a little younger. <laughs> I remember being delighted that the, uh, I don't know, the twist at the end always delighted me. Oh yeah, the medicine was wrong. Yeah, it was just arthritis medicine. Yeah, the anti-venom was wrong. Yeah, so so we get the stammering dork. We get the stammering dork with his unibrow. (laughs) I don't think I noticed a unibrow. Holy shit, go back and rewatch this. (laughs) Oh, I totally will. In Blu-ray. Oh yeah, you can see every hair. You see every (laughs) single hair. He He has a spectacular unibrow. We were saying this was before they got rid of Hughes' unibrow. <laughs> and Peter Capaldi had some nice floppy hair. Did he have yeah. any, any unibrow or ear hair that we need to know about? I didn't notice yeah. on him. I kept waiting for him to say fuck, but... He didn't. Oh. If you watched In the Thick of It, you have you seen that show? I haven't. Oh, you should watch it. It uh, takes place in British government. Oh. <laughs> you learn about British government. Behind the scenes Behind kind of stuff? Behind the scenes. It's like Veep. Okay. Have you ever seen Veep? I'm familiar with it. I haven't seen it's it. It's the same. Okay. Basically the same show. But he plays this political spin doctor guy who's every other word is fuck. But he's got some pretty <laughs> clever little sayings like, I'll be back in two shakes of a... Or, yeah, two shakes of a crying baby or something <laughs> along those lines. I think sometime after you became the uh, Doctor Who, um, someone did this, they did this edit of a trailer for Doctor Who yeah. where it's him like being alarmed about Daleks, but they edited in his language from, <laughs> from in the thick of it. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to see that. Oh, that's great. I saw somebody who did 1010 re-edited where he had a really thick Cockney accent and it was hilarious. Tintin. Just 1010. It just, it somehow fit and it made him seem so like, like such a thug, right? <laughs> now, where where does he hail from? Tintin's from Belgian. Belgian. Yeah. No, where does where does Peter Capaldi hail from? Oh, he's from. He's Scottish. Yeah, he is uh, Scottish. So he was. I'm not sure exactly where he's born, but he lived in Glasgow for a while. So he's yeah. not putting on that no, accent. No, 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 he's no, no. Scottish. That's, that's he's what... toning it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's... you could actually kind of understand him. Yeah. So turn on the subtitles if you oh, can. This was filmed in like Staffordshire and Derbyshire, mm-hmm. which is like in the kind of middle mm-hmm. but the the original store is based on is right up in the northeast so oh. border country so that that'll be hard for me to that, understand yeah yeah that's funny yeah there's on uh wikipedia they have the lyrics for the original song mm-hmm. the 
Lampton well, the, the Lampton Worm is what it's really called. Not the Dampton Worm. Not the Dampton Worm. I don't know why they changed it other than yeah, I don't perhaps think the, the Bram Stoker story, is it? I was just about to ask if either of you have read the I've original. never read the Bram Stoker. I've only read Dracula. I yeah. understand Bram Stoker's not much of a writer. <laughs> this was like the last novel he did, and it was like the last year of his life. Oh, was it? He, he was, was more a, of a one-hit wonder. <laughs> he was a theater manager for the most of his life. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. He did so, this in Jewel of the Seven Stars or something? Something. I don't know most. I don't I've know any of his own books. Dracula is the only one I read. I've got the... Uh, so, it's like the, the Lampton Worms a pretty famous story. Uh, I've got a little uh, short version of it. So it's not as big as like Loch Ness Monster, but pretty well known? Yeah, it's, it's probably it's, well known. There's, there's, it's, there's several variations. Yeah, it's older. <clears throat> it's really old. Yeah. <laughs> It goes back to the Crusades. Oh wow! Yeah. So he's he's um, Lord Lambton. He was this kind of tearaway son, who didn't go to church much. And uh, one Sunday, when he was skipping church, he was off fishing, and he catches a, a worm, and he just uh, throws it out. It's like an unusual kind of ugly creature, and he like, throws it away. And uh, he's he's told off for not going to church. And uh, so when he's older, he's feeling bad about being a tearaway when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, you know, infused with, uh, you know, being born again or whatever, he goes off in the Crusades. Yeah. He goes goes off to kill Muslims. And Christians. <laughs> and Jews and, and whoever and, else. And get a bunch of children killed. But Anyone who's slightly different than you, yeah. kill yeah. them with a sword. Um, yeah, well, this went on for a long, long time, all these stupid crusades. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he went off and then, so he's away for a few years. And in the meantime, the worm's grown and it becomes so big, it can encircle one of the hills. So there's like, uh, in the, in the area, there's, uh, there's a hill they call Worms Hill. And, uh, that's the one they say it encircled and you can still see the markings. Three times, seven times, and, ten times. It's and all changes. Worm, worm could, it, it, it could refer to a giant serpent or a dragon. You know, it's all pretty much the... Interchangeable yeah, terminology. Yeah, terms. Um, but anyway, uh, the tri- trickiest thing about this giant thing, with monster, which was eating local animals and, and slow-moving people, um, was uh, if you cut off a bit, then it'll just grab that bit and stick it back on yeah <laughs> and also in some stories it used a tree as a club it would mm-hmm. hold with its tail yeah and, and whack <laughs> people and knights would come from all around to fight it mm-hmm. and nobody was ever successful wow so do, do you know the end of it i know sort of just what i read last oh, night oh it well he um john lampton comes back yeah, he, he comes back and then the the local <clears throat> witch or wise woman or whatever version um uh he's he's oh, yeah, advised to fight the worm in a river so that whenever he chops off it will be it'll be washed. cast downstream yeah. oh and uh and he's also told <clears throat> to put spearheads through his armor so that he's all spiky so that okay. it, will, it will cut itself on him uh so which which he does but he's also told that he on killing the worm he the has first to thing kill he, the first thing yeah, he first sees. thing he sees 
first living thing he sees, he has to kill after that. Hmm. Otherwise, his be... family would be cursed with never dying in their sleep. Nine for nine generations, yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. And uh, so his his dad says, "All right, I, I've got our our dog. Uh, you you dog just signal go. when you kill the 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 worm, and I'll let the dog go, and and then you kill the dog, and then we'll be fine." Yeah. So so, uh, so he kills worm, makes the signal. Dad's very excited about and proud of his son. Goes rushing to congratulate his son, mm. and uh, the son goes. Oh, Dad, stupid. <laughs> oh, and dad. Uh, so the dad runs back, gets the dog, kill. They kill the dog, but the curse is on. Uh. And uh, and historically, the next three generations didn't yeah, die in their least, sleep. Yeah, at least the next three, but they all did go participate in further crusades and whatnot, mm. and hmm. civil wars, and... and one of them, one's, I think the fourth one survived because he kept a whip under his pillow. Yeah, there's some question. <laughs> there, there was, he was actually afraid, from what I read, he was afraid his servants would kill him uh. to keep the curse going. <laughs> so he slept with a whip a horse whip so if they came to get him in the night (laughs) (laughs) what the hell oh man i'm glad people aren't weird anymore they were gonna kill him in his sleep to end the curse oh that would make more sense yeah well that uh, that's definitely not any more strange than what ken russell gave us in his adaptation is he right because he wrote this Based on very loosely based on Bram Stoker's Lair of the White Worm, mm-hmm. the Lair of the White Worm, um, he definitely pulled some really bizarro stuff out of his hat. I gotta say, do you know but, the worm was a Volkswagen at the end? That's what he says when it's way down at the end of the tunnel. I want to go back and rewatch it's not, it. It's not, you can't see it, or is he have you listened to his commentary? No, I'm not. It's, I think. Ken Russell's commentary is one of the reasons you see that disclaimer on the start of discs. Uh, because uh, pretty early on he was doing... Uh, he, he's not afraid to insult or put down anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so when he went... And he, he'll, like, say stuff just because just just. it amuses him to say so. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because it, it vaguely looks like it's built around the, the front end of a Volkswagen Beetle. He says yeah. that's what it was, but it's not. Okay. Because I didn't think it looked like it at all, but mm. Ken Russell's a liar. He's not even <laughs> Kurt Russell's brother, I found out. <laughs> so he was going to cast Tilda Swinton. Yes. But <clears throat> I don't know if Amanda Donahoe was who was his close second choice. But I know I mentioned several episodes ago that she just looks like Snakey. physically physically ideal yeah but has something quirky about her face that does lend itself to being the snaky cult yeah. queen she's got those sharp corners in her mouth when yeah. she smiles yeah I had, I, big fangs i had a, yeah <laughs> I, I tried to say something about her face and the look of the way her mouth is turned to a girlfriend many years ago and it just made her mad to even hear me try to say anything about her so I just learned to shut up about that stuff. If, if you see it going sideways on you, just shut up and try to course correct. <clears throat> it's like, oh, nope, another woman's face can't be unusual or interesting or 
Oh, come yeah. on. You just have to learn how to say those things. Yeah. You, you, Look you, at that weirdo. Isn't she kind of deformed? Wow. She's you, what an Ugmo. Date more secure women. Yeah. Well, I finally did. <laughs> you know, trial and error, as it were. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. But basically, uh, if you're going to have that much nude painted blue acting to do, you might as well be physically pretty ideal and there she is now i don't know and without going back and reading the credits right now at this moment i can't say who did the costuming but she has got something striking on in every scene you see her in <laughs> she's hanging out in a tree for some reason uh, being very snake-like right and she she's... went up there to get a kitten is she that what told it was the story okay she went up there and then the kitten was gone and she can't get down well that's what it was it seemed believable Thanks, Shudder. I was willing to believe I would have rewatched this last she, night. She was saying? Yeah. I was all for the snake god at the end. Yeah. I was ready to sign up. <clears throat> yep. The second she was lounging around in thigh-high boots and <laughs> not much else, I was like, sure. What? Isn't, where, this, where, the, isn't yeah. this the same god yeah. Alan Moore worships? Yeah. Where, where, <clears throat> where do we... Uh, where do we draw blood and sign? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with all of this. Yeah. Sounds fine. Uh, sacrifice eventually <clears throat> down that pit? Okay, fine, cool. Whatever it takes. Hey, you know. Yeah, that, that stupid Boy Scout. Man. <laughs> Poor kid. Cav. Cav. Yeah, his name yeah. was Cav. But, but my mates call me Cav. <laughs> my, my mates. <laughs> My mates call me Kev. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. She... I could not stand the two sisters in this. Oh. Well, one of them didn't say much, but Mary was quite annoying. Yeah. So they ran the B&B, &B, mm -hmm. and the archaeologist was staying there. Yeah. And happens to find a giant snake skull right outside yeah. in the yard. That's the Peter Capaldi character. Yeah. 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 Now... In a floppy hair contest. He finds... <laughs> Not counting unibrows. He uh, finds it in an old temple. Did he? I thought yeah. he dug it up in the yard. It was in the yard, oh, but the, it was an yeah, old temple that, that, that was there. Underneath there's like a Roman mosaic. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what of it was. that white yeah. snake. White snake. <laughs> of the band White Snake. <laughs> <laughs> we should outro with Still of the Night, shouldn't we? Oh, no, no, no. Um, Love Hunter? There's plenty of songs you can do for this because uh, Amanda Donahoe first became, she entered into my orbit because she was dating Adam Ant from when she was very young. Was she? And uh, she'd already been in some of their videos. I guess I didn't know that at all. And in this movie, she's in a white highwayman outfit. Oh, this yeah. This time you see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yep. Yep, the podcast cops are at it again. The black helicopters are flying Maybe over Maybe that's Ken again. Russell being flown into New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she was in his videos. Yeah, she was dating him. Yeah, they started going... They started seeing each other when she was 15. Oh. And uh, then when she was 16, she ran away with him. Huh. Um, and he then, was the inventor of adamantium, right? That's right. Uh, I'm sure that was named after him. Yeah, beautiful porcelain toilets, very fashionable. Yeah. Uh, every dandy was using them. Um, yeah, and then she got into drama school and dropped him, I think. And then Ken Russell saved her from all of that. And Catherine Oxenberg is one of the sisters. She's like royalty. 
Really? Actual royalty. She's like from Serbian uh, daughter of a princess. She's in line to the porcelain throne? She's also in line to the British throne. I mean, she's about 1,400 down in the list, but she... (laughs) She's right above King Ralph. <laughs> You're closer than she is, aren't you, Jolene? Yeah, no. Everyone, everyone, every born citizen is like in line somewhere along the way, but somewhere you know, along, I'm, I'm like million, million, million down. But um, yeah, she she's a many millionaire. She in played uh, Princess Diana <clears throat> in a couple of TV movies, and like, she was in Dynasty or Dynasty, as you call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's pretty well known at the Dynasty. time as well. Was that the one here in Denver? Yeah, it was filmed in Golden. Yeah. They filmed that here? Yeah. Well, at least, they also at filmed least the Father Dowling Mysteries <laughs> and, here. Um, uh, the Raymond Burr series, the, the courtroom series. They filmed oh. some of the, those scenes here. Ironsides or uh, uh, what was the other version? Perry Mason. Perry Mason? Yeah. yeah, that was filmed on Colfax. Oh, really? There's wow. like a courthouse there they used. Wow. How weird. Huh. You ever see things to do in Denver when you're dead? No. Mm-hmm. God, it's amazing how they were able to, with the magic of cinema, make Colfax look like a total shithole. <laughs> wow. They must have CG'd the hell out of it. Yeah. They actually used the uh, Bluebird Theater as the front of a strip joint. I think which it I, was a strip joint. I think it was a porno theater for a while back yeah. in the 60s or 70s. One but... of the big old porno theaters here was Kitty's on um, South Broadway, which yeah. is now... Mm-hmm closed that's going to be something awful like a you know another coffee bar or an upscale hipster porn yeah there's some, there's some kind of hipster place boutique grocery there. porn yeah <laughs> artisanal porn organic orgasms it's all handmade porn isn't it all <laughs> so uh wow how do <laughs> We were talking filmed about in Denver. It. Filmed in Denver, yeah. So where would, this thing was filmed in Scotland, right? Uh, no, this was no. filmed in Staffordshire and Derbyshire. Oh, okay. And some of it was filmed in uh, Ken Russell's garden <laughs> down in. Uh, I think he lives somewhere around Portsmouth. He's somewhere on the south coast. Oh. Uh, but yeah, when they're creeping through the the forest near the start, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's just behind his kitchen window. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> that's great. He's like, I know how we could save some money on production. Well, apparently I have a grove out back. Apparently they spent lots of money on this and didn't make all of it back, at no. least in the U.S. market. Um, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't get this in the U.K. for a long time. Really? really? Was it a video nasty? No, no. Oh, it's post video nasties. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, it, I don't think you could get it on DVD for, as of a few years ago. Yeah, I, that I don't know. There might have been some rights issues with it because I know that it was not the easiest thing to see for a number of years, even here. But uh, back in the early days of video, you could get it pretty easily uh, if you were at a rental place that didn't mind getting some stuff that wasn't mainstream. Um, but I guess it was part of a four-picture deal with Vestron Video. So it was like Ken Russell, and I, I know I have it in my notes somewhere, but um, basically they needed to... Ken, Kurt, and Nipsey. <laughs> Here we go. It was a part of a um, four-part picture deal with Ken Russell and producer Dan Ireland. Um, Vestron Pictures had success with 1986's Gothic, mm. 
and uh, that was a big success on video. So they were like, yeah, let's do more of this stuff. And uh, apparently this one... There's the rainbow. As well. Yeah, there, there was um, Women in Love, The Rainbow, this one, and Gothic, I guess. Mm-hmm. So this one didn't make as much money, at least in the U.S. market, as they had maybe hoped. Uh, <clears throat> And I don't know how Gothic's one of those that I always looked at the video box, but nope. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's worth watching because it's about that that yeah, time when they yeah. came up with Frankenstein. And yeah, now it sounds Empire. interesting, but and it's got like the recreation of the nightmare and as it yeah, like that. that was the cover. It's yeah, a yeah, nightmare, and for some reason it just never. That's the flip side to me, like always looking at that dolls cover and saying nope, nope. <laughs> I was right. You were right. Dolls was <laughs> terrible. Yeah, that wasn't great. It's like, how did you do Reanimator and then this? Yeah. I don't know, man. How? Whereas this was pretty good. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. Now, uh, the whole look of the picture, I read a couple of reviews where people are like, oh, there's amateurish this and, you know, ham fisted that. And it's like, what movie really? did you watch? Because I thought. <coughs> I thought the like the the picture looked great throughout. All the actors were doing a good job just playing these kind of almost ridiculous. I find that that sister, um, is it Sam, Sammy Davis. Yeah, she's she's. If you don't listen to her, she's performing well, but her voice just sounds like someone who's doing children's TV. Yeah, it's the I wondered same if intonation it, every line. I wondered if she wasn't dubbed afterwards mm-hmm. or something. Because she seemed, there's both the sisters I found quite annoying <laughs> um, vocally. Um, but yeah, I wondered if the one wasn't dubbed uh, Eve, I guess. How did you like Hugh Grant's character? The stammering door? He was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I thought he did a great job being that sort of condescending know it all who just. Yeah, is his aristocratic twit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's a rival pub, the aristocratic <laughs> twit. It's down the street. They have their annual football match with the stammering dork. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I like watching those guys just smashing heads. Yeah, canoe race. <laughs> that would be more like it. Mm. And he's like, I, 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 I sort of drilled a hole in the bottom of the, the, the canoe. <laughs> then they would just watch it sink and he has a little stammering laugh. At their expense. <clears throat> yeah, the, the floppy-haired, stammering dork. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, he was he was great. He was so condescending and uh, kind of know-it-all and total posho. And he fed him pickled earthworms. <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember the pickled earthworms? No, I watched yeah, this like three or four weeks ago. Worms everything in this. Like Everything they eat is wormy. Oh, you mm-hmm. mean at, the, at that little party they were having? Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. And then they, later they have famous Scottish spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you see that buffet table and it's tentacles and earthworms. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the, what is he eating? Are it's those earthworms? And they're like, yeah, they're pickled earthworms. Have, yeah. I, have I ever told you guys that I find it exceptionally immoral to eat octopus? They're pretty they're smart. They're very intelligent. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not eating them. No. Hell no. But they're delicious. It's like eating a fucking dolphin. I mean, what's those are wrong also with anyone? delicious. <laughs> I'll eat any animal for nine ninety nine. <laughs> Anything on the value menu? 
<laughs> Do you have any baboon? Do you have any baboon? Oh, we just have a range of I'd love to try some penguins sometime. They're cute, and I bet they taste delicious. <laughs> They're well-dressed. <laughs> They're adorable and delicious. I love animals. <clears throat> I love every part of them. <laughs> From the beak to the flippers. Mm-hmm. No, man, I seriously, I... I won't eat octopus after finding out how smart they are. And you know what? They're kind of rubbery What if it anyway. was a dumb octopus? <laughs> or what well, if it was a real evil squid? It was so damn smart it wouldn't have gotten caught. To go back in the kitchen and give them an IQ test. Yeah. You know? What if it's a squid that committed some crime? <laughs> I will eat squid. Okay. Are they dumb? Are they no smarter They're, than... They just sort of float around bumping into things. An oh, octopus okay. will go take the lid off a jar, I eat the shellfish... I understand Quite dumb. They look evil when they're wet. And delicious. So, so Hugh Grant's performance was great, is what we're trying to say. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Peter Capaldi. I'm just saying I'd open a zoo and a grill. (laughs) The zoo and grill. It's like a bar and grill. animals are going to get old at some point. Delicious. No, they're tough when they're old. I found yeah. this is one of those like uh, movie villages uh, where like you, all the women in this movie look, they're just so pretty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, Was the cop in anything else? Has he been in other things? Yeah, there's lots of people who've been, who are well known on TV. Okay, maybe that's like where. The, the guy playing the butler. Uh, oh, what's his yeah. Name? The, yeah he's... the butler seemed kind of familiar, but the cop seemed real familiar. And I... Stratford Johns. I was like, what has he been in? Yeah. Evidently, um, uh, the director of The Wicker Man wanted to make The Lambeth Worm mm-hmm. as a sequel, mm-hmm. where a Scottish police officer would win yes. the day. Yeah. That's too bad that didn't happen. <laughs> the action kind of moves along nicely in this movie, too. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it, what is it, about an hour and a half movie? Yeah. Yeah, the, so they don't go into, like ridiculous lengthy territory with oh this is this is only two hours and 45 minutes of this story that doesn't need to be no they keep it at about 90 minutes and uh they get to the point with like we got to go to this place where this giant thing is and do battle with it and i kind of like the fact that that uh there's the skeptical stammering dork leading the way if i remember right but he, he's the one who gets the dream on the the dream with a plane. Yeah. He goes into that painting. So. It, that, that painting looked familiar. And I, I, it's this. Uh, is it a real? Yeah. There's, there's this artist named Paolo Uccelli. Who did this. this uh, several paintings of uh, St. George and the Dragon. Um, and let's see. Back in the 14th. 15th, 14th 15th century. But um, yeah, you can you look at his pictures, and the the cave is oh yeah oh hey we're looking the, at a book right yeah, now. yeah Hugo's book of dragons it's great podcasting um, no. so yeah so it's is based off his paintings it's, oh, it's pretty well done that's great so they wrap they wrap all this stuff up and uh, you know of course. Uh, Good should triumph over evil, but, but, does... but what I was saying about the the plane thing. Oh, okay. Back he's to that. cued into. He doesn't uh, consciously remember it, but as as you go through the movie, things key his memory, 
so he he figures out what to do and where to go okay because the dream has first clues you know for what's happening so otherwise he could just step aside and let everyone kind of meet their doom yeah i mean um but he sort of becomes everyone's advocate yeah and he, he actually uh yeah he comes to the rescue on it it's mostly for you know romant, romantic reasons but sure um, you know, in the in the original story, it's more explicit that it's you know various working class types are being bumped off by the aristocracy. And, <laughs> so, um, it's not a it's not a very uh, well veiled uh, uh, allegory, is it? No, <laughs> so you have you have this like relative. Uh, it's a young, I think it's Adam in the story is called back from he he comes home from uh, he's been in Australia. And he comes along, and he he finds out these mysterious disappearances going on. And uh, in the course of the story, you realise that this the, the thing it's Lady Annabelle in the in the story who's the Snake Woman, but uh, the her motivation is like one of the lords uh, raped her when she was a kid, and so she's got this vengeance out against this the local aristocracy. Hmm summons up this ancient worm so who started the class war it's always the poshos <laughs> that start the class war <laughs> yep um doesn't um the stammering dork end up uh cutting uh, lady sylvia marsh in half with a sword no he, he or is it capaldi does that no he cuts he the, cuts the, mother of... the mom of marion and eve oh who comes to to his house when he's playing the radio? Oh, okay. So that the other one can steal the Snake Woman. Sylvia can steal the record that he's playing. That's right. Yeah, because <clears throat> the the hypnotic song. Yeah. See, I knew I needed to rewatch this more recently because it's been like about four weeks. Okay. And I was like, I know that somebody lops somebody in half with a sword I'm trying yeah to... and he's got this huge lighter which is in the shape of a knight in armor yeah <laughs> i like when he stumbles into the drum kit after swinging that yes. giant broad sword <laughs> as one would heavy. do yeah it would take you flying the yeah. other way mm -hmm. it a good whack big enough and sharp enough to go through someone mm -hmm. snake person or not <laughs> mm. although i imagine snake people like vampires and zombies are all full of ones and zeros <laughs> oh, this is pre one and zero days yeah this is spider webs and fairy dust <laughs> so angus is going to carry on the curse anyway so so there could be a sequel to this yeah and everyone's maybe been, almost everyone's been bitten by the end of the movie yeah yeah and since the well he sucked the venom out of eve uh -huh. so i guess she'd be okay yeah if that and trick works mary's okay or Vice versa. Mary's yeah. the one who got bit on the neck. Right. And Eve's okay, I guess. But yeah, Peter Capaldi's now Wormpire. Yeah. <laughs> a devotee of the snake. It's kind of nice, though, to have a movie where they, they do sort of triumph, but then there's that kind of last grab where you realize that, you know, there's... Yeah, as I said earlier, that was what I always I loved about this movie. Yeah. When I first saw it, it was like, ooh, the vampires win almost. Yeah. Well, they do in the sense that they will be perpetuating their kind. Although 
now you're now I watched it, you know, rewatching it, it's like the snake's dead though, so I don't know how much longer how much further Peter Capaldi can go on his own. He could probably get a doctorate. <laughs> Doctor Who or it. Um do you think there was a lot of uh a lot of metaphor about um because somebody mentioned this in a review that uh, has a lot to do with resisting your impulses and just going along with religion and social norms and that sort of thing. Or do you think this was more just a monster story? Hmm. I don't know. Because, I, you know, <clears throat> the, there's always these things that, that you know, the, the, the townspeople and the church and everyone kind of expects you to follow along, but then... Uh, it's like, yeah, that's not so fun. I'd say that's the opposite of the story of the Lambeth worm, though. Since <laughs> the whole reason the worm... Because the guy was out came fishing. Came about because he went fishing on a Sunday. Instead of church. Instead of church. Yeah. So that that makes me wonder, like, is that why Bram Stoker wrote the story? You know, is to sort of say, well, you know, this is... If you deviate too much you know and follow and sort of follow your impulses and your desires mm-hmm. well, that's a common thing in horror movies you know in dracula as well you have the the, the fun stuff is the monster who, who's like the, the things you're not supposed to do and, yeah yeah uh, having you know in his case having casual sex all over the place <laughs> and uh, and then then you have like you know the mob turns up with their pitchforks and stuff and ruins everything <laughs> as they do returns everything back to the you know normalcy the status quo <laughs> one, one complaint i did have about the movie is like there's supposed to be this cult surrounding the white worm there really wasn't any cult there's no group of people no. in, in hoods that would meet around a well no but at the end do you wonder i or at least i did watching this again if the lab assistant wasn't a member of the cult, yes. she too has a short haircut. Uh-huh. Hmm. And I wondered if that wasn't deliberate to make her, you know, make you wonder, like, is she, is she part of this? Is she part of this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, just like the cop was in on it. Yes. I mean, after he got, yeah, bitten, hypnotized and bitten. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if that's all it takes, it would be pretty easy to lure people in and convert them and have a whole group wearing robes and dancing around a fire. Or Well, it was a very old cult, too. I mean, membership does drop off yeah. after a few thousand years. I'm sure it, it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's, it's also, you know, just the beginning of spring, so the snake people weren't really out yet, <laughs> out and about. Yeah, she was just back from her... Uh, winter you know she spends winters abroad doesn't she yeah yeah she doesn't south it's not exactly the wicker man as far as like the group no (laughs) no or their intent but there's definitely songs yeah songs yeah so um recommend definitely yeah jolian now on the rewatch yeah, I recommend it. I mean, it's got lots of fun stuff in it. I mean, it's not not my favorite Ken Russell movie, but what is your favorite Ken Russell? Uh, probably The Devils. Yeah. Which you um, have to watch that. Yeah, 
yeah, that's, that's Devils is like the holy grail, as it were. Of it's one of those movies that people really want to come out in a more complete form, but is not out. Yeah, I don't know if they're working on that or not, but <clears throat> you know, I've got my fingers crossed. But yeah, the, you, there are like Shout Factory slash Scream Factory. They they do sometimes. They have stuff like that on their list, but sometimes it's a rights issue or yeah, something so I hope like some, that. Something like. Yes, synapse or, or criterion. Vinegar syndrome, one of those. Yeah, if someone gets their hands on it and does a proper transfer and makes it look good, sound good, mm. um, that'd be great. Trouble is like the elements are all over the world now. It's like uh, the most complete version I've seen is from Spain, ironically. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm not, not, you just couldn't see that when I was in England, legally. <laughs> well never mind that it's, yeah. more, it's more fun if you yeah, break which, the law which made it you know which made it even more important to see <clears throat> yeah it could be the subject of a, of a get together like we're gonna go watch something illegal mm-hmm. and eat a Bengal tiger oh yeah there was a, there was a massive <laughs> like video like market going on underground oh I'm sure oh yeah that's, that's how you got to see all the video nasties and things yeah well, there's plenty about this that makes it a high recommend for me. So mm-hmm. I will say um, whether or not, uh, see, I have not seen a complete, you know, good version of The Devils, so I don't really know. But uh, I have always liked Altered States. Mm-hmm. I think that one's That's really good. stunning and weird. Love the hallucination sequences in that. And this fit right in with that. Yeah. And, I'm going to have uh, to rewatch Altered States. Yeah. How was this for you on, on seeing it again for the first time in a while? Uh, it was good. I remember a lot of it except for the <clears throat> weird dream sequence that I mentioned. Yeah. And bits were kind of rearranged. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, if you had set me down to talk about it, I probably couldn't have told you too too much about it. But <clears throat> I enjoyed rewatching it. And I think... And Eugenia really enjoyed it, too. So. Okay. Sure. I think non-horror fans can enjoy this one, too, because there's not much... It's not gory scary. stuff and there's not much scary stuff it's just weird more than anything mm-hmm. yeah it's more of tales of weirdness but uh yeah and the, visually it's a lot of fun i think and yeah i recommend it so um real quick i wanted to uh, tell you guys that i did a screen capture of our uh our stats from soundcloud to kind of uh say hi to some some places where we have listeners porvu finland um, Brisbane, Australia, Kirkland, Washington, Covina, California, Sale, UK, uh, Philadelphia, PA, Gig Harbor, Washington, um, a whole bunch of places around the world. Um, if I could pronounce this place in New Zealand without messing it up. Um, Sydney Mines, Canada. Uh, people are listening to us in New Zealand, Russian Federation, Germany, France, all over the world. I don't know uh, how or why, but thank you for listening. <laughs> That's so crazy. But uh, whenever I look at the stats, it's like, how many people have listened? Where are they located? That's crazy. Is it just one person listening over and over? Moving around the world, <laughs> trying to stay ahead of something. <laughs> yeah, like in Lost. A hologram from the future. Yeah. A self-driving car. From the past. <laughs> Piloted by baby Hitler. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what, did we... 
Did we have an idea of what we wanted to watch next time? I wanted to watch People Under the Stairs. How do you feel about that one, Jolly? When the Blob remake as well. Ooh, the Blob remake. Yeah. I don't know which year. Uh, year. This would be 89 next. 89. Yeah, this was 88. Yeah. So for 89, what's it going to be? Do you have your book? Where's your guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, Where the hell did I put that? Oh, here it is. Does that cross-reference with yours? I don't know. I was going to see... What the hell's that guy eating? Is that a cat? It's a dove. Oh, it's a dove. Okay. That's weird. Frederick March and there's Mr. Hyde. Oh, yeah. Didn't look like much of a werewolf. That's because he was Mr. Hyde. Uh, So... Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves while I... <laughs> Here, we'll People just... under the stairs. So what year is it say? Oh, it didn't come out till 1991. Sorry. Damn. All right. Well, that won't yeah. be it. How about the, the blog remake then? <clears throat> That's excellent. All right. Tell you what. Let's, uh, let's... I remember seeing that one in the theater. We'll, through the magic of editing, we'll make this less stammering. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Let's just go... God, there's a lot of movies called Blood. Movies. People. The Blob, 1988. Ah. Oh. 1989. Let's see. Horror movies of 1989. We've got Pet Cemetery, Shocker. Um, here, let's see. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5. No, thank you. Um, Leviathan, Cutting Class. That looks like Brad Pitt. Puppet Master. Um... Uh, let's see. Tetsuo, the Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Howling 5, the Rebirth. Uh, yeah. Halloween 5, the Revenge of Michael Myers. Oh, wow, this is a golden year. It was, wasn't it? Sleepaway Camp 3, After Midnight, The Church, Stepfather oh, the, 2. The Church is that's, uh, Michele Suave. Who? Um, he's, he worked with Argento quite a bit on Demons and stuff. You can see him in Demons. But uh, the church he directed, he, he's excellent. Oh, okay. Um, he, he did some really good uh, TV films for uh, Italian TV. The church. I've never seen it. All right. I'll, I'll give you a few more here. The Woman in Black. Monster High. Elves. Is The Woman in Black the TV movie? Um, no, I don't think so. Let's see. Must be. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah. Distributed by ITV Central UK. Yeah, that one. That has a scene in it. The, the TV version of Woman in Black. Mm-hmm. That has a scene in it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there is a scene in it. And it, it just freaks you out. <laughs> well, maybe we should it's watch it. awesome. I think and I've you'll seen know what it. I'm talking about when you see it. Because it's, it's just... I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, good. Any movie that, that can that's elicit a, that's that... A TV movie, though. Yeah, this was the year of crap sequels. Chud 2, Tokyo Drift, um, Black Rainbow, Intruder, Beasties, Beyond the Door 3. Intruder's quite funny. Tokyo Drift. That's the, okay. uh, that's the kind of Raimi like, slasher thing. So that's a good one? It's fun. No, I wouldn't say it's great. My Beasties looks like crap. I'm just based on the poster slash cover art. Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. <laughs> Really? We're getting into trauma now. Warlock. Is Warlock any good? I don't, I don't think I've ever it seen being it. Good. Huh. Damn, what are we going to do? <laughs> well, wait, you should see Woman in Black. Okay. I recommend that. So, Woman in Black. See it. So, 
Clown House, um, <laughs> Leviathan. Out of those, I, 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 uh, I'd recommend The Church, uh, Intruders Fan, okay. Lady Black. Will, any preference? Uh, so nah, what? The Church what, sounds good. The Church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you're into Italian horror. Okay, so we got The Church, and, and you also said uh, Intruder. Okay. Well, listeners, watch them both. Maybe we'll talk about them both. We'll probably talk about something completely yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stumble upon something that, that we're like, oh, why wasn't that in the list that Richard looked up on his stupid phone? All right. So we covered it pretty well, I think. Um, just watch this movie. It's a good one. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, watch something from 1989 and join us next week. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Stay no. off of Thor's cabin. Yes. Yeah, stay off the most, Kev. Thanks for listening. It was John Dumpton couldn't tell But he didn't like the look of it So he threw it down a well <laughs> Now the worm got fat and growed And growed an awful size With great big teeth and a great big mouth And great big goggle eyes And when at night it crawled about All looking for some booze If it fell dry up